You are listening to the Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. My name is Matt Tack. We are here every Monday evening at 8 o'clock following Monday Mood with DJ Keeks. Thank you for tuning in. We are joined in the studio this evening by the members of Sanhedrin. What yes. up? We opened the show with their song. I, I'm going to have to say, is this like, I don't think you released singles, but this seems to be like the first single from the album. We did Wind release on the this storm. as like a track premiere ahead of you did. Uh, the, the record coming out on Cult Nation. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the album is called The Poisoner, and it's fucking awesome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I love that you can say curse words. Oh, yeah. 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 I, 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 may, I may say it a few more times in relation to your music, but awesome. don't get offended no, by, no. by that whatsoever at all. I don't. <laughs> we followed it with a band out of Toronto, Ontario. So happy Victoria Day to our friends listening north of the border. Um, Jeremy, yeah. you would get that reference, right? Victoria Day? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> No, I know, I know, I know, I know, box, I know Boxing Day. Knows boxing Day. Uh, they have in, their Independence Day, I think. It's Canada like, Day. Canada Day on Canada July 1st. Day. Right. So the song was called, or is called, Modern Kicks for the Solitary Witch. The band is Rough Spells. It was released in July last year. They're awesome. Um, you're kind of going to cross paths with them. Um, hopefully they'll be in Toronto when you're up there playing on oh, uh, June 3rd. Hello. Sweet. And then when they're going to be in Vancouver of all places huh. before sort of a few days before you play in awesome. Vancouver on August so, 6th, Vancouver and August 6th in Vancouver, which is, which is very cool. So mm-hmm. I kind of thought like they're, yeah, like, but you yeah. guys like that. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Okay. We awesome. love running into other Absolutely. bands on tour. Have you ever thought about doing a DJ gig? Because you're doing, you're doing really good. Yeah, so. you have good taste in music, <laughs> yeah. and you line them up well. Well, I I, I, I hope so. Other. Like I say, we've got another band from from Canada on on the playlist. Nice. Right? A band from Wisconsin. Who I'm going to put you guys on the spot right before we play. Okay. And then one of my favorite bands out of Buffalo is going to close out the show oh, for awesome. us. Oh, so God. hopefully we can expand uh, maybe your musical this is like taste, a, a cold our musical taste. Yeah, on a nice hot summery day what in New a York. Treat, Matt attack. <laughs> well, yes, thank you. So, I, you guys just came from practice. Yes, yeah. so, literally. So, it, we, literally, we were, right we, around we, the corner. Uh-huh. We just played "Wind on a Storm." Yeah, you close. Wait, you closed out practice with the song we opened with. Uh, uh, no, we played. No. We played a lot of songs, but that's one of them. We may be playing it on this upcoming tour. Mm-hmm. Good Stay chance. So the, so the thing yeah. is then that you need to go out to the live shows. Yeah. To be able to hear what's going to. It's end up even being better live. <laughs> the the next chance in the New York City metropolitan area where you get a chance to see Sanhedrin play is going to be May thirty first at St Vitus Bar. That's and right. It's only fifteen bucks. Yeah, and we're playing with the amazing Lord Weird Slaufeg, who are a traditional metal band from God. I met them in nineteen ninety. Yo. Yeah, I think my band in college played a gig with Slaufeg, and they were true back then, and they are pretty much exactly the same level of true now. Well, I was reading something about them on the Cruise, uh, Cruise del Sol Cruise del so, Sir? Sir, yep. um, website, where their, their new album, uh, and the front guy said, what is he, his Lord? Uh, Mike Scalzi. Mike Scalzi, yeah. He ba- basically sort of said, like, we didn't want to put out a new album just for the sake of putting out a new album. Like yeah. we were going to actually sort of create a whole bunch of new songs, select those songs. If they didn't make the, some didn't make the cut, then we weren't going to do it, which, were, which is admirable for somebody who's been around for so long. Oh yeah. yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they took their time for sure. But then, you know, I have to say I really pushed him because <laughs> I've known him forever. And he was telling me that he was sitting on this record. And when we talked about touring together, I said, Mike, you got to finish the record. I mean, it would be stupid to go all the way across country without having something to tour behind, you know? And so I will take a little bit of credit. So Slough World fans, you have Erica Stokes to thank for this new record coming out in a timely manner. Erica made you put your record out. In this out. decade. <laughs> so so I, as a way of saying thanks, not only do people have to come out to the show, uh, but then they should pick up your release at the show yeah. as well. Yeah, sure. Both releases, our first album, A Funeral for the World, and The Poisoner will be available for purchase at the St. Vitus show and shows all over the country. Yeah, on LP, on CD. And if you can't get to a show, you can go to thesanhedrin.bandcamp.com and order it and I'll ship it to you. <laughs> and deliver it. More or less. Yeah. More, more or less. <laughs> uh, let, let, let's do some introductions. So uh, we have Jeremy, Erica, and Nate joining us from the band. Uh, Erica, bass, guitar, drums. That's right. Yep. Nate, All right. drums. This guy's done his research. Jeremy, guitar. Again, you're, <laughs> you're really good you, at this. So yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so, so only because I love the music that we share. Well, thank you. Sounds so, good. That's, so for, for people listening here, um, this is how much the music captivated me of our guests this evening. I was doing uh, an edition of Brooklyn Bandstand, uh, I don't know, a couple months ago, right. I think it was. And so Brooklyn Bandstand is our weekly show at four o'clock, which gives you an overview of all the show listings that go on in New York City. And I think I have to say it's probably the only show in New York City that that covers an independent music in that That's in that awesome. manner. It's the only and, one I'm aware of, for sure. Yeah. And and so I was going through the show listings on Oh My Rockness, and I, I think you guys were probably playing at St. Vitus again. They seemed to love you we there. We were playing with Lucifer, I believe. Right. That was the show, yeah. And so I listened to it on Bandcamp and went, holy fuck. Oh, I and, swear. There's that word again. And it's not even in any of your songs. No. 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 We, we haven't cursed we haven't, yet. We haven't slipped that one in yet. You guys are going to make Our me look bad. young, though. No, no. I, I think I oh, have. Yeah, oh, you haven't cursed curse? the song. Possibly. I don't well, recall. When we were recording the record, uh, there was a lot of cursing during that take, Oh, I said uh, fuck Erica really just well. went, fuck. And... It was so good that our, our recording our, engineer, our producer, Colin Marston, put just it peppered everywhere. it throughout the entire, <laughs> yeah. when like we were all mixing. The, all so the rough listening, mixes had it, had it there. Get well, really into it, and then you just hear, fuck! Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, but, Didn't make so, it to the album. So yeah. I reached out to you guys and said, you know, can I get a track? And you were kind enough to, to send some of the album, and then I shared that with all of the, <laughs> the other hosts here. But it, then it, it's just been on, like, repeat so for fun. me. Cool. And awesome. Excellent. And I was like, great, we can work this out to have as a guest. It is a pleasure to know that we are the earworm in people's ears yeah. Yeah. from I, time to time. I, it's not I, just us that likes our stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, although I, I think for, for longtime fans of the band, I am going to have to tell them that we're not going to play any of the seven-minute opus. That's okay. Songs. That's okay. Okay. Because we want to try and give people as <laughs> yeah, yeah. much sort of variety of your music. And Sorry, music they can hear well. those songs on Again. the tour. Coming up. <laughs> I love episode. this guy. <laughs> so again, the album is called The Poisoner. It was released in February. It is on Cruz del Sur Music. And you can find all sorts of information at Sanhedrin.nyc for your website. That is correct. Tour dates, where to pick up the album, yep. all videos, all, all sorts of it. So, Sanhedrin Central. <laughs> so 
If you're not familiar with Cruz del Sur, they are an Italian heavy metal label that was established in 2003. You can find them at cruzdelsurmusic.com. So I reached out to the man who runs the label. Shout and, out to and, Enrico. And, and of course, I th- think we all know of anybody who's running a label this day and age, it is a labor of love. love. Oh, yeah. Very <laughs> um, <laughs> much. So, so, so I, I asked him, said, why Camera. would you want to sign? You're an Italian label. Why would you want to sign a band from Brooklyn? And, and I thought it was really great. He said, we thought their sound was perfect for the European market, especially the German one. And the band always had a very professional, but at the same time, positive attitude. And you've displayed that already this evening. Um, and, they were, and they were a great band to work with. So, so my question from that is like, what is then the difference between like the European market and the American market? If that's not well, putting you on the spot too to, much. To, to be honest, this band hasn't done much uh, on the American side of things in terms of touring, in terms of promotion. Like we kind of got found out by the Germans. Like they found us and then we're like, Oh my gosh, what's going on? So yeah, we literally uh, woke up one day having the internet put up our record. And then all of a sudden (laughs) there were like 30 orders on our band camp. And then a couple days later, we got a message from a guy named Wolf Muehlman. Who's uh, he's the, what is he? The editor at deaf forever. One of the editors. And uh, he said, oh, by the way, you guys, uh, we, we have a sound check segment and we, we called you guys newcomer of the year. And wow. uh, like, oh, you know, we had you? never. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty yeah. surprising and wonderful. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we, we, we went over there right after this record came out this year for the first time. And uh, it was a blast. It was really cool to see the like we, we knew that we had some people over there that liked us. But to see the level of support that we have over there was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, it yeah. was really incredible. The fans were amazing. You know, all the bands we played with were amazing, too. I mean, it was just a real, real treat. And the way they treat musicians over there is is very different from here, you know? Yeah. It's not to say that it's better or worse. I mean, I, it's I'll better. say it's better. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely more Not civilized. the fans. The fans here, the fans there. Yeah, the, the, we're the talking like... We're talking the, the business promoters. Promoters, promoters yeah. <laughs> Uh, but you know, we're, 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 we don't really know, uh, what kind of traction we have here, which is why we're doing this tour with Southfeg to kind of, you know, if we don't have any, it's a great way to get some. And, you know, if we have some, it's a great way to just bring our music to the people who've been waiting to see us for the, you know, since we started, we've only played like five or six shows outside of New York in the States. So this is a good opportunity for us to, to kind of get some mileage over here and, and create some more fans. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. So that's that's how you do it. So, sorry, just to touch on, like, you guys self-produced this, your, your debut. Yeah, the album. first record we, we yeah, we yeah, self-financed it, it, self-produced, self-released it. I mean, Colin had some creative input somewhat, you know. In, in right, but I think process. in terms of just getting the record yeah, out. Yeah, the project yeah, was The us. project itself was, we didn't have a label backing us. It wasn't for a lack of effort. <laughs> yeah, but it totally. was just like we could we could keep shopping this, or we could just use the tools that are available to us. In this case, like you know, Bandcamp specifically, and uh, yeah, we we did the vinyl CD and we released it digitally, and uh, just sort of to see what would happen. And our expectations were highly defied at this point. <laughs> and, and then Cruz del Sur picked it up. And yeah, then they, they repressed it. Yeah, they repressed the vinyl the debut. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's pretty awesome. And then they, he also put out the uh, the new record. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and it all happened in a pretty quick turnaround, too. I would say that probably between the release on cruise of Funeral for the World and The Poisoner, there was maybe 18 months. Yeah. 
yeah, something like that. that. Much. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of a whirlwind. Yeah, it was cool. Mm-hmm. Well, we went into the Poisoner with like knowing that we had a tour in Europe coming up, and we wanted to make sure that record was out by then. So we yeah. did it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So speaking of a band that's uh, out on tour quite a lot, uh, mm-hmm. the next band I, w- I want to play for you. They're called Twenty Watt Tombstone. They're from Wisconsin. Awesome. Cool. So uh, I think they're very cool. Although when I said I was playing their track tonight, they they said, "Please tell people that it's an incredibly rough." cut it's a demo so okay. Like, oh. that's okay that's okay so, so, like, so, way, so i'm guys. taking that the same way of going like all right that makes it a world radio debut Absolutely. right oh, uh, or, 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 or close to it but when when i first made contact with my i said you guys would be awesome to play at saint vitus if you want it like if you're looking sure. for a venue to come to new york yeah. city mm-hmm. so you guys are going to be like the america's got talent judges and you'll let me know <laughs> no pressure oh, wow. no pressure whatsoever okay. whether whether saint vitus is going to be the venue for these guys to play in New York City. Sure. And then we'll sure. follow it with another track. You know, it's the tough because there aren't Uh-oh. that many venues. <laughs> 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 so what are you going to do? We're the Littlefield kind of band. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway. <laughs> this is 20 Watt Tombstone. You're listening to The Road and Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn.
Hey, you are listening to The Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn, The Getaway, by our guest in the studio this evening, San Hedrin. That was some hot rocking, huh, fellas? Uh, that Can't was, wait. it's very, very good. <laughs> the album is The Poisoner, and you can find it. If you go to just Sanhedrin, S-A-N-H-E-D-R-A-N dot N-Y-C, yep. all your questions will be answered. There's, all will be revealed. Yeah, That's right. It's sort of uh, the, the pivot point to our, wherever you want to find us online, whether you want to see us on Facebook or Instagram or go to our band camp and buy the poisoner uh, or anything else. <laughs> okay. Now I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. Right. So uh, St. Vitus, a good venue then for oh, 21 yeah. Tombstone? Oh yeah. You're going to have to get over here, boys. Yes. Okay. So, Definitely. all right. So they can get here and that's where they can look. To yeah. Just, just they show will up. find an audience yeah. at St. Vitus. Dave and George, if you're listening, yeah. uh, this 20. band is for you. <laughs> 21 Tombstone. Yep. And they're going to be in Europe. I don't know if Very you guys will cool. cross paths. Probably not. I mean, Europe's a pretty big place, I hear. It's it's a good size. It's yeah. got a lot of countries. Yeah. <laughs> they speak a lot, a lot of, of weird languages. languages. Yeah. It's, so it's crazy. Too many borders. <laughs> okay, so so here's sort of a question when you're coming from, from practice. Mm-hmm. Um, how much time do you sort of dedicate? Like, So you've got a show next Friday. How much time do you dedicate to your set? How much time do you dedicate to like trying to create new music while you're, while you're in... <sighs> practice I'd say or, or does it vary i get yeah it varies depending on what's going on right now we're focused on the set lists we have a couple set lists we're building for the tour uh but we're still sprinkling in some new material to work on as we can and then as soon as these tour dates are over we're gonna dive right into the next one yeah i think it's uh you know for us it's important to create a good set right and then to kind of play it through in preparation for the live experience. So that's definitely something when we know we're going to go out on tour, we prep for that. But I prefer in general, the writing process. Like for me, keeping me interested is, is writing. And keeping you interested in in the, does that mean the band moving forward? That's what keeps the band moving forward. I think that's also that like really kind of special wordless magic that happens with three people where you kind of create a language, a nonverbal language. And that is pretty uh, good fodder for the mind. And we're pretty good at it. I mean, when we just walk into a room and and not, you know, not tooting our horns or anything, it's just um, some songs take a long time. Some songs are are real quick. But I mean, our working relationship is really cohesive. You know, I mean, Jeremy and I have played together for a long time. Mm -hmm. You know, we have a rapport. We may want to strangle each other at times, but, you know, we definitely get stuff done. And uh, Erica, you know, she just makes it magical you know she's she puts the cherry on top and and sells the cds well it's, it's important or, or or the vinyl I mean, or the vinyl the, the songs are what drive everything it's what <clears throat> allows us to make records and play shows and you know that and it also to their point that that's the it, it's all rewarding like it's rewarding to stand on stage and have people you know singing along and you know to go into a studio and finish a record and have it sound you know close to your vision or just like your vision uh but that those moments of like just unspoken chemistry where, you know, we, the three of us essentially don't have to tell each other when we think something is good enough or not. We all just sort of know. Yeah. As, as in good enough to move forward in terms of creating something new or how yeah, that will work with like, the live show. Well, when the song is done, we know yeah. we, we're, we're going to write a song that sounds that that's going to be 
well presented live. That's important to us. And as a three piece, that takes a little ingenuity sometimes. I but yes. Yeah. Thinking about Brian May when you said that, because I just heard him say something about the chemistry of Queen and how special it was and how precious it Mm -hmm. is. And I do think that we three are lucky in that we have we have something that can become lightning in a bottle at times. We've all been doing this long enough to know how rare it is (laughs) to find (laughs) it. Exactly. Yeah. I would probably tend to tend to agree right. that you, you get the essence of that. This is something different. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Cause we, we've all played with bands that are just, you know, it's a band and it's fun and then it fizzles. And then there's other experiences you have where you're like, Oh, what I wouldn't give to be able to have that level of, you know, chemistry and energy again. And then when you find it again, you're like, you just cling to it for dear life. Right? <laughs> and you try to maximize the experience. Like we're doing this year with all the touring, the new record, and, uh, you know, all, all the, we're really lucky to have all this stuff on our plate and we're just ready to attack. <laughs> yeah. Cause as, as we all know, at times it's feast or famine. Yeah. And so let's, let's feast. Exactly. Amen. When, when there's that opportunity. Yes. Hey, so do you guys remember what, uh, Decibel magazine said about your release? The new one? Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a great review from what I remember. No, 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 no. Oh, the, uh, the, they said one of the best bands in the recent oh, wave that's of American the, heavy metal bands. That's from the, the website. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. No, I was talking about their record review, but <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> Wait, what, no, what is no, that from? Actually, no, no, that, that's from the track premiere. Uh, and uh, that, that, that particular gentleman who wrote that, Vince, has yep. been a, a champion of this band since the beginning, Vince Bellino. And so uh, we're grateful for him and, uh, you know, everybody who's supported us to this point. So so what what's the feeling then? I mean, because you probably all weren't together at the same time when you sort of saw something like that. But what, but like, what was the individual feeling when you read something like going, one of the best bands? And you're like, holy fuck. What? Yes. I, yes. I, I, my ego grows exponentially. And then my <laughs> wife is just like, get out of the house. And then she kills it. And she swats no. it down. No, uh, <laughs> Did you take the garbage I mean, out of the bathroom? It, it's rewarding, but there's also, you know. There's a lot of best bands. Yeah. Sure. It, the three of yeah. us don't write. We, we write to satisfy ourselves. And at this point with the, the level of support we've gotten, we are aware that there are people who have latched on to us as fans that we also want to please. Uh, but, uh, ultimately, I mean, if, if people are talking like that, I'm not going to deny it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also, I mean, it's great to hear that stuff and feel that stuff. I mean, we had a guy come up to us. We're playing in Austria for like, I don't know, 50 people. And this guy came up to us and he was like, you guys are the biggest band in Europe right now. Yeah. Meanwhile, we're looking around and we're, you know, like, awesome really? venue, but we're playing <laughs> for like 40, 50 people going, uh, right. but, cool. But but there were also people you'd meet that drove like three or four hours to come see us Which or was more. Amazing. Bring you gifts, like bring us wine or, you know, anything <laughs> else. So, yeah, we, we, we take the positive stuff and let it uh, propel us and any of the negative stuff, we just sort of smash it out of our way. So I, I kind of want to, to get to the the North American tour bit mm-hmm. because you said you were working on a couple sets. So can you give us the dates and we can see if where there's sort of cities that are close Jeremy, enough. Jeremy, this is what you've been waiting for yeah, the yeah. entire so, time. So if, there, so if there's cities that are close enough, because I think what, because basically yeah. what you were saying earlier, Eric, is that we, we've got a number of different sets. So if you come out to see us in Toronto on the third, you can go to Montreal in a couple nights and you're going to see a completely different, different set. It's possible. Well, Not completely. What we basically different. set out was uh, 
we we had a set that we were happy with at the the last Saint Vitus show. We played with Lucifer, and so we did tweak that set as one of the sets. But we were like, well, we can't play this set at Saint Vitus because you know we're going to be playing to a lot of the same people, and we don't want to play the same thing in front of them so close together. So we came up with two sets, and I think similar to when we were in Europe, we had three sets for the three-week tour. It keeps your mind out, yeah, and, and <laughs> Otherwise, would, you start phoning it in. We would kind of just, uh, night to night, with the exception of some festivals, we were like, this is the set for this festival. But then night to night, we'd be like, eh, what's, what do you want to play tonight? Which set do you want to play? And then we would just kind of... How long's our set? All right, let's yeah, do this one. Right. Mm-hmm. They cut this or add that or... What have you? But there's no real science behind it. So, so here's the tour dates, guys. That was a really long diatribe on sets. Yeah. Now, mostly you're going to see these sets live, live and in concert. <laughs> now and forever at the Winter Garden Theater. Yeah. So, so, Jeremy, so, take it away. Starting May 30th, we're in Baltimore at the Metro Gallery, followed by St. Vitus on May 31st. Then we go up to Montreal at Le Bar Ritz on June 1st. June 2nd, we're in Ottawa with Koshmar joining the bill, which is going to rule. Uh, and then on the 4th, we're in Pittsburgh. On the 5th, oh, we're you, in you Detroit. Missed, you missed the 3rd in Toronto? The 3rd is in Toronto, my Thank bad. Thank you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I thought I read it, but I read Ottawa. My bad. I'm no good at this. That's I'm not right. as good as you. That's all right. Uh, I'm not as good as you. So, May, uh, yeah, June 4th, Pittsburgh. June 5th, Detroit. June 6th. Cleveland, the seventh, we're in Philly at Kung Fu Necktie, and then we wrap it up in Boston at the Middle East. That's the East Coast run, and then we'll be out in the West Coast in August. Yeah, and I see you're going to be playing at Dante's in Portland. Yes. Dante's is an amazing venue. Yeah, we're yeah. Cool. looking to play forward there. to it. Yeah, Definitely. so built in crowd that I think are absolutely going to love. I'm noticing a lot of really cool heavy metal bands coming out of the Pacific Northwest right now. Absolutely. From Vancouver down through Seattle into Portland. Like, there's something going on over there so we want to yeah we want to take uh we want to participate yeah. in, in that magic well well let's introduce you to a very cool heavy metal band out of quebec out of sherbrooke um so we're going to hear from your first album here massive deceiver nice which i think there's a lot to talk about but i don't know if we have the time to unpack that song okay. um, <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to follow it with a band from sherbrooke quebec called unveil this is okay. the road Hour on radio free brooklyn Yeah. 
Unveil Infinity. They are from Sherbrooke, Quebec, so which is not very far from Montreal. Okay. Um, Bonjour. W- where you are playing June 1st at Le Bar Ritz. Oui. Uh, oui. Uh, so th- the album is called The Deep Sleep. It came out in May 2018. And of course, we heard from your debut album, A Funeral for the World. That was Massive Deceiver, everybody. <laughs> yes. Look out. So I... The other part about like some of the lyrics, like you were I was talking about Massive Deceiver, like it seems like you wrote it for right now today, but I get the impression that you are really, there's a holistic approach to the lyrics that you write in terms of just things going on in the world. The earth seems to be like a very big part of some of the concerns in lyrics. Yeah, well, I, you know, I try to universalize my lyrics a little bit, you know, and and so that, I mean, even if I'm writing about something autobiographical, I try to open it up because I think that it's probably more interesting to the listener to have it be open-ended and available for multiple interpretations. I've heard people interpret my songs in ways that I had absolutely no intention. You know, like bad breakups. People think I'm writing about bad yeah. breakups a lot, and I'm not. Yeah. It's, al- it's, it's always so. interesting to hear when you present your art to the world and you know what inspired it, and yeah. then somebody else gives you what they think of it or how they hear it, and you're like, well, you're not necessarily wrong, even though you like that's not where it came from. But it's, it's interesting to hear yeah. when you feed some somebody something you've done, how it comes back to but you. But that's part of why I like keeping it open like that, because I really do think it's like, you know, a, a phrase can really like sort of mean something very deep to several different people in different ways. And I mean, as long as people are listening. Yeah. And, and, but then, but you, you're also saying that if you've written something that resonates and even if they have a different interpretation of it than you initially wrote it that way, but if it helps them get through something or exactly. gets them somewhere else in a better place, then that's then, great. Run, yeah. run with it. I'm not yeah. going to say no. I think if you get too specific about things too, you might, you know, turn people away. That well, they have yeah. like a disagreement with you about something specific to the world today or whatever. I would rather. Or, for example, in the traditional metal world that we have kind of found ourselves in, there's a lot of swords and dragons and wizards and stuff like that, which are very entertaining to people who love traditional metal, but may not necessarily be super enticing to somebody who's more into death metal. Right. right. And I also don't think that those kind of lyrics are reflective of like what we do. So, you know, we, yeah. the, the stuff that Erica writes about, you know, there, there's never been a moment where she's presented lyrics where like, yeah, I don't know. I disagree with you. Or, you know, like, well, you guys <laughs> apparently don't listen to the lyrics because you had a, uh, in there your old band, thing. you had a really. All right. We oh, won't yeah. talk about that. <laughs> I'm not going to call you out on that, but there yeah, was a story. We had some really unfortunate <laughs> lyrics. Well, we learned from that. Experience, yes, <laughs> to say the least. Anyway. So, so, speaking of death metal, I'm going to be joined next week by a very heavy local band 
who just got back from a tour in Far East Asia. Oh, wow. um, they're called Suaka. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. And so, yeah. <laughs> and so it's going to be a real change of pace for people who are regular listeners of The Road and Hour. Probably regular listeners of Radio Free Brooklyn. It's going to become as a bit of a shock between yeah, yeah. Uh, DJ Keek's show Punish and then... <laughs> Yeah, Keep it, 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 it is kind of punishing music, but you should I, never get too comfortable. I, I'm, people. I'm not going to understand a word that they say of in terms of the lyrics, but there's so much. I'm, I, have you seen them live? I haven't, they, but I've heard of the band. Yeah, that they're like there's so much energy in yeah. the music. Yeah, so it's going to be fantastic. That's fun. But let's give us the details again about the, Friday, okay. the 31st. 31st. St. Vitus, Brooklyn, New York. Lord Weird Slaufeg headlines. We play support for them and we are i don't know who this opener is yeah i'm not sure who the opener is but i would say that you should look for like a 9 10 11 o'clock set time kind of thing yeah something usually the last band goes on around 10 30 11 and we're right before the last band so get there at nine have a drink say hi and st is a a cool place to to hang out it's a good hang for sure thanks for keeping it together over there guys the, the, the fact that a, a venue could be that awesome and stick around for yeah. as long as they have is a, a testament to the guys so, that run the place tickets can be found at stvitusbar.com yep um or if you don't remember that and you just remember the band's name um Sanhedrin. Dot NYC, and you'll find the links that take you yeah. to get right. tickets yeah. and all the other tour information. And if you want to save on fees, you can go right to St. Vitus Bar uh, at any time when they're open and buy the tickets right in, there, and you don't in, have to pay the, the ticket web or whatever. And it's what, what's the address? It's Manhattan Avenue. 11, it's sort of on the ass end of Manhattan, 20, Avenue. Manhattan, Avenue. Wait, Manhattan Avenue and Clay. Yeah, between Box and Clay. Way down at the end. Google so, it. Google it. <laughs> Uh, guys, it's been fantastic. It's great, great Thanks to meet. I, I need to encourage us. people to, like, say, go to their website, listen to the first album, listen to the second album. They're absolutely wonderful. And then we'll be bothering you about when the next album is going to be coming out at some do point. Do it, bother in, us. In, in, <laughs> please <laughs> do, Mad Attack. Thanks for your enthusiasm. Oh, uh, thank you for making music that I like. I uh, appreciate that. We are going to close out with For the Wicked, and then you're going to hear from one of my favorite bands out of buffalo oh Um, and they are called space lord so awesome stick around for everybody plays the fool with guest host mike you have been listening to the road hour on radio free brooklyn this is for the wicked
Tell you what we got! We got-